Masterpiece Audio Theatre proudly presents Empath, a variety show. Welcome to the madness! Hello, everyone. I'm sorry I'm a bit late. I had to take the stairs. The power is out on the, uh... Am I seeing double? Yes, yes or no? Um... Welcome to the madness of the booth, Sir Hector. These are two of the reasons for the lack of elevator power. Yeah, awfully sorry about that. Can someone please elaborate here? Sure thing, Sir Hector. There I was, minding my own business, up in the new science lab, when something terrible and wonderful happened at the same time. I was checking out this newfangled chamber that got delivered last week, and I wanted to see what the control panel looked like. So I, we, plugged it in, just to check it out. And the next thing we knew, this R thing shot out of the side and stuck us with a really big needle. Then the lights dimmed and the chamber started to hum really loud-like. Sounded like the music to Cadillac Ranch. You know that dance song that was really popular in the 90s? Well, next thing we knew, the door of the chamber popped open and we were staring into a real-life mirror. I I'm sorry, what now? You're a clone? Well, one of us is. Just not sure which one. Up until the jab, everything's the same for us. Alright, everyone. What the bloody hell is going on here now? Oh no, Tom. You didn't use the new cloning chamber, did you? I would think that that was obvious. Yeah, like what a stupid question. If he had an identical twin, I think he would have mentioned it before now. Well, we do have a whole production line of relatives, but none of us have the same mileage and most of us aren't nearly as old as we are. This is not cool at all. I haven't even had time to play with it yet. Oh, poor baby. Did they play with you? Your new toy without you? Yes! This is far too much tum for my liking. Which one of you is the original? I am! Lord preserve us! I can't tell the two of them apart! I've got this. Which one of you remembers the chamber door opening from the outside? Well, that would be me. <laughs> Ow! That hurt! Hey! You shot me! No! I shot him. You're just fine. Thank you, Jeffrey. That is much better. Can we put that unconscious one over there with Hook and Hieronimo? Sure thing, Sir Hector. Good. I'd remember. We're gonna need Hieronimo in a day or two. Maybe it's time to stop giving him his daily dose. Roger that, Mr. Gruff. Right. Now that that's out of the way, let's get on with this production. We've set sail, and we are now on the open sea. Things are about to get interesting. Everyone ready? Good. Music. Action! On the second day out, I made the acquaintance of our one-legged ship's cook, Long John Silver. Hey there, boy. Come in, come in to Long John's Alley. To tell you the truth, at the very first mention of Long John Silver in Squire's letter, I had taken a fear into my mind that this might be the very one-legged sailor that I had watched for for all those months at the Benbow Inn. But one look at him was enough. I had seen Captain Bones and Black Dog and Blind Pew, and I knew what a buccaneer looked like. Very different from this clean, pleasant-looking sea cook. 
His left leg was cut off close to the hip, and under his left shoulder he carried a crutch, which he managed wonderfully, hopping about on it like a bird. This brain-blanking thing is getting stretched pretty thin at the moment. My character's pretty stupid. Cut! Cut it! Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. Give me strength! Well, B, your character is near stupid. It's just a young man taken by the adventure. In the book, maybe, but in this play, I seem to have a death wish. Not only that, I'm recklessly dragging my betters along with me. We can't go back in time and discuss the editorial decisions made by writers long dead. It was an adaption by Orson Welles, not H.G. Wells. I think our audience is going to stop listening if I'm this stupid. I mean, who wants to watch a train wreck happen? Judging by traffic jams, I think most people enjoy watching train wrecks. Stupid rubber deckers. Does anyone else feel a little woozy? Like breakfast isn't sitting right? Now that you mention it, I am feeling slightly sick to my stomach. I also don't feel that well. It must have been something I ate that I shouldn't have. You three are looking a little green. I've seen that color before. It smacks of the land sickness. What's that? The sickness the landlubbers get when they set sail on the open water. You mean seasick? There is no way these three have seasickness. Oh dear, I don't, I don't. Oh, this isn't good. I don't feel well when others. Seriously, I need a bucket. We're not on a bloody real ship. I don't feel well either. Is this sickness contagious? What the bloody hell? We're still in the bloody booth. We're not anywhere near the bloody ocean. Those are sound effects. Then why is the booth way inside the side? This booth is completely stationary. It's not moving at all. We fixed the temporal vortex years ago. <laughs> Jeffrey, get these three out of the booth and call the cleaning staff to clean this mess up. Yes, Mr. Gruff. Come on, you guys. Let's get you back to dry land. We're not on the bloody ship. Well, you can't call it dry in here anymore. You're disgusting. Well, B, are you good? I'm better now that those gagging noises are gone. Good! But I still have problems with my character. Are these problems going to cause you to quit the play? Well, no. Good! Then we'll get on with this then. Kill the parrot and action! Ark, pieces of eight, pieces of eight, pieces of eight. Are you Mr. Silver, sir? Yes, my lad. Such is my name to be sure. And you're Hawkins, eh? No more welcome than yourself, me lad, in old John's Alley. Sit down and hear the news. Your first trip to see Hawkins. Cut! Cut! Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. That's a galley, not a bloody alley. You got it. Sorry about that, Billy. I got it. Right, little bee, stand on your next lane. Action! Yes, sir. Well, well, there's a lot of things you're going to learn before this here voyage is over. What do you think, Hawkins? And if there's anything you want to know, Hawkins, you just come down to old John Silver and ask him, see? He'll tell you. His galley was as clean as a new pin, the dishes hanging up burnished, and his parrot in the cage door in one corner. Here's Captain Flint. I call my parrot Captain Flint. Yeah, the parrot. After the famous buccaneer. Here's Captain Flint predicting the success of our voyage, wasn't you, Captain? Hawk. Pieces of eight. Ha! Hey, she's a powerful old bird, is Captain Flint. 200 years old as she's a day. And if anybody's seen more wickedness, it must be the devil himself. She sailed with England, the great Captain England, the pirate, and the old walrus. That's Flint's old ship. As I seen a muck with the red blood and fit to sink gold. 
even in Madagascar and at Malbar and in Suriname and Providence and Portobello. To look at her, you'd think she was a baby, Hawkins, but you smell powder, haven't you, Captain? Oh, come on now. How many hints is he going to drop that he's a pirate? Cut! Cut! Yo-ho-ho yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. L.B., this is your last bloody warning. Just read the script and keep your comments to yourself. And off the bloody air, if I hear one more word from you, I'll have Jeffrey put you with the pukers out there. You got it? Yes, Mr. Graff. I will submit to your threats. You're getting that, right? Submit to your threats. As always, forever solidifying the rant of this man to the folder you requested. If you're done with undermining my vision, kindly keep your trap shut for the rest of the scene. Kill the parrot and action! Stand by to go about. Air blood, eh, Captain? Order amidships, Adam. All hands, awk. And pieces of eight, eh, Captain? Pieces of eight. 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 And that's the time for today. I'm out of here. I wonder what Giggy's always running off to. I could have him followed if you like. It's not like he can leave the premises. Hey, I'd like to know. You have been listening to Empath Studios' presentation of Masterpiece Audio Theater. This episode was performed by J.G. Langjans. This badass tune is played by Tony Whitford from Worth Guitars. If you're looking for a new guitar or custom build, check out Worth Guitars USA at worthguitarsusa.com. Or you can check them out on Facebook and Instagram. We can be found at nimlast.org, or you can email us at j at This podcast was released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 onboarded license. Thanks for joining us.